All right, hello everybody. Hi guys. Hi, welcome to uh, So Far So Good Live at Home series. And uh, thank you for tuning in with uh, Property Lim Brothers live show. And uh, today I have my co-host with me, Beatrice Lim. Hi Beatrice, how are you? Hi Melvin, good, thanks. Do you want to explain a little bit about the Lim thing? Because there's really a lot of people <laughs> talking about it and they're saying that we only have teammates that belongs to the same surname Lim coming on board. <laughs> that's true, that's true. We, we we do have a lot of limbs. But no, we're not related. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you are the number one limb already in PLB team. I think I'm the fourth. I think I'm the fourth limb. Yeah, the fourth out of twenty-three, right? So that's that's we're we're not really biased on, on any surname, right? No, 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 no. It's still a still very democratic. All right, great. And uh, today um, we have a very special guest, um, Felicia Cole. And uh, in the waltz, in in the waltz time, she she'll be coming on board with us. And today we're going to talk about everything about home styling. Uh, we hope to cover as much as we can, but uh, it's a huge topic. Um, you can call it home staging, you can call it home dressing or home styling. Different kind of connotations in, in different parts of the world. But uh, maybe for uh, the, the the sake of our audience, Beatrice, why don't you give a, a very, very brief introduction about yourself? Just a one-minute uh, introduction. One-minute introduction. Yeah. So I'm a uh, listing specialist with PLV. Uh, just joined in January this year. And um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun learning about uh, the real estate market. Uh, and yeah. Great. And uh, Beatrice has uh, appeared in a couple of our home tours as well. So if you're not seen, uh, do head on to our YouTube channel. Just click on our home tour series. And uh, for those of you who are also interested in the topic of home staging, we have an entire place on our YouTube um, where we showcase all the properties that we uh, have sold and currently selling as well that have been done up with home dressing. So uh, Beatrice and I, later we're going to chat um, with Felicia, going to ask her, some uh, questions um, and also very deep questions about about home staging. So, uh, a brief introduction about Felicia. So, she has been uh, in the design industry for twenty five years, and um, she currently runs a design firm, Gallery Two Seven Eight, and um, they specialize in helping uh, developers uh, as well as companies or or even residential clients to uh, do home staging, home furnishing kind of advice. Uh, they do everything from space planning with window treatment interior design as well as uh, furniture planning so uh, felicia is an expert and principal designer um in when it comes to styling tips um and dealing with colors and furniture placement and stuff like that so it's great to have her uh on our podcast today and um tune in with us do tell your friends to come on stream uh this will be probably about one hour one or 15 minute session so we hope that you get as much out of this session as well. And at the last portion, we're going to have our Q&A. So do feel free to uh, ask any questions on our Facebook and YouTube platform. And we're also on Instagram live right now. It's just that if you want to ask any questions, you better head on to Facebook and YouTube to key in the live comment. So why don't we have uh, Felicia on board, Beatrice? What do you think? Yep, let's bring her in. All right. Hello, good morning. Hi, Hi Felicia. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Right. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's good to have uh, you with us. 
Uh, so um, why don't you share us a little bit um, about what do you do? I've gi- I've given a, a brief introduction. I'm not sure whether that's the whole the whole intro. Uh, whether is it, is it hundred uh, percent correct? So why don't you why don't you share with us a little bit about what do you do? Okay, um, I'm very fortunate to be able to pursue my passion. It's a dream job. I'm excited coming to work every day. Um, I started off as an interior designer, uh, but back in the 1980s, uh, it, it was really tough trying to sell the concept of uh, upcycling, recycling wood. So mm. it was by chance when that part of the business was not doing very well that a uh, few friends uh, who are property agents like yourself, so um, they said there are a lot of empty units. Why don't you put a beautiful creation into those homes and try to market it for you? So that's how it started two and a half decades ago. Right, so that um, was in the 1980s. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the, in the mid 80s, when you talk about reclaimed wood, it's quite unacceptable. I even have clients who um, ask me a question like, do you think there will be spirits in, in the old wood, <laughs> the old planks that you use? So, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was tough back then, but we did very well back in 20 branched into London. Then mm. the whole reclaimed wood thing just flew out of the so yeah, the journey has been uh, quite exciting. A lot of um, changes, and currently with the COVID nineteen, we are seeing yet another wave of change. That yeah. in the last five weeks um, allows our team to reflect a lot of other strategies, yeah. how to redesign the whole business. Yeah, so, so how, how, how do you um, uh, get started in, in home styling? Has home styling been part of your business since 25 years or like was okay. it? Before I start this business, I was three years with Herman Miller. Back then, it was Herman Miller Singapore before it closed down. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I was the space planner, so it's kind of boring doing the same thing, just Packing in as many workstations as possible in office space. So I was then in my twenties, was wondering what what to do. So um, home styling has always been uh, my passion. I, you know, it's like. I like colors, I like to um, do up homes. So in my first 10 years of our marriage, we moved five times because mm-hmm. I got bored <laughs> of, <laughs> of my place after a while. So mm. I kind of knew that's what I want to do, but never knew that I could do home staging as, as because back in the 80s, home staging, this word was not even popular. 
yeah. almost unheard of, right? Yeah. The concept of home staging and yeah. So it was very popular in the UK. So uh, that's how we started home staging. When we first introduced to homeowners, uh, it was a very novel thing. Hmm. Which, year, which year was, was, was that? Um, the, which was the year that you, you started introducing this to homeowners? Uh, I first introduced this to Fire's organization um, okay. because they do have a specific team of people that will do their show flags for sale, yeah. but they Ooh. have no one to do their corporate leasing. I see. So, home staging with Far East organization has gone back maybe 18 years. Okay. We currently wow. still do that for them. Okay, so that was about year 2002. Mm. Right, so, so I, I, I did some research and, and um, actually home staging was like uh, started in like the 1970s and it was actually by this um this lady who, who also happened to be a real estate uh consultant and and having design background she she went on to 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 populate this this idea of home staging um it's, it's a, in the western part of the world and that's how it, it it got uh into the entire market so um in your in your perspective i mean looking at, at today's market why why do you think like home staging is, is really important i mean when when especially when it comes to selling a property. Um, first impression is very important because mm. that's how I buy homes too. <laughs> and I have such um, keen eyes for many, many details in a home that may not be similar to other homes. Um, many people bought from, from that field from investigating the, the property. But for me, um, it's just a visual, I'm, I'm very visual. Mm. If it's not appealing, um, I don't want it, no matter how good an investment it is. Oh, I do, um, okay. So when yeah, it comes yeah. to even food, if it is not pretty, I don't want to eat it. Right, how, how about you, Beatrice? Do you think yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, I can totally re relate with that. <laughs> like, it's the feel good thing you know like when you step into a place you wanna you wanna feel good and like yeah the first impressions really count lah. yeah all right the so, feeling that you get yeah you know I was, I was just reading the other day and and it was it was said that actually when a, when a buyer walked into a property the first eight seconds they already subconsciously decided whether do they feel good about a place or not so it's like it's just like in a in a snap second Eight seconds is all it takes, you know, to, to impress a buyer. And um, but you know, sometimes some people will say that hey, um, it's it's, it's basically the property. It's, it's not really like the furnitures. They're they're not buying the carpet. They're not buying the the they're not buying the cushions, and they're not buying the standing lamps. And all these are taken away when the place is sold. So so why put them there in the first place? So what, what do you what do you think, Felicia? Um, to me, first impression <laughs> is very important. Right. It is a psychological thing that translates from visual to the brain. Mm. And then for you to logically decide, you do need the factor of, of a high degree that impresses you. 
Otherwise, it's so forgettable. And when you are viewing houses to own, to buy, or to rent, um, your memory can only take so much in. And the most memorable unit gets remembered. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, we, we always share about clients that, you know, um, the first impression theory is, is very important because it's, it's just like if um, you're going on a date, you're going on a date with someone, and if the first date is not good because of the impression, the second date will not come. Right? So sometimes when a property oh, is you good, sometimes may not get the second chance to make that impression. <laughs> yeah, so, so sometimes when it comes to the property, if there are a lot of good things about the property, if, let's say there are a lot of good, good pointers, a lot of plus points, but if the first impression um, really turns off the buyer, it, it doesn't give a second chance for the buyer to understand more things about the property. So uh, we, 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 we definitely agree that, you know, first impression is, is ultimately important. And, and of course, uh, which is what do you think? Like, you know, we always say that um, um, human beings, we depend um, primarily on all our five senses, right? So how, how do our five senses come into play when it comes to like, home staging and stuff? I think um, like that analogy, like you said about first impressions, about the first date and all, I think people are just um, mainly attracted based on what they see initially. And only after that, then if it attracts them enough and then it will make them want to find out more, lah, right? Or it will make them want to, like in, in, in our case, like stay longer in the home, you know, yeah. uh, feel comfortable in the home. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah, I think all senses play a part. La. Yeah. yeah like feel, touch, mm. smell, mm. right? And yeah. last time when I, I mean, when I was studying neuro-linguistic programming, it's like we learned about the VAK thingy where, where human beings depend a lot on visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. And, and like visual is, is probably about 70% of how we make decisions and, um, so, so when we walk into a property, sometimes when you, you see the same property side by side, you see an empty home vis-a-vis -vis the next door property, which is the exact same size and everything, same view, but it's all fully, um, home stage, uh, naturally the, the positioning will be different for that particular property itself. So, so Felicia, like what are some, um, what were some of the key projects that you have done like in the, in the past uh, three years? Uh, when it comes to home staging? Past three years, we have done three ambassadors home. Alright. Uh, are, they, are they like leasing? Maybe leasing? Um, both. There's a mixture of. Okay. Uh, but for for embassies, they outright purchase. Oh, okay. Okay. But the main bulk of our business comes from experts who Shorter term, like three to six months, they might consider 
service apartments, but for expats who have families who will be staying here for two to four years, they prefer to to choose furniture that is some who are more adventurous and try very tropical interior that they would otherwise not have a chance to to try them. So right. it has been a very exciting journey to furnish every home differently according to their preference and needs. Right. All right. And between that, I, I saw that you have a, like, a whole list of questions that you're coming back to. Yeah, why don't you pick up with some questions, please? So, so Felicia, like, what is like usually your your signature aesthetic? Like, is reclaim wood like your first love? Like, has it always been yes. about always wood? Like natural materials. Yeah. So, um, I grew up uh, with the basic furniture of you know the China made furniture back in the sixties, seventies. It's either chrome or with glass and then it's um, black lacquered, the shiny glossy ones <laughs> that you could use as a mirror. Yeah. So I, grew up, I grew up with such kind of furniture and I remember my grandparents' home has teak wood wardrobe, um, teak wood dressing table, you know, with the almost Peranakan carving and the oven. Yeah. Um, it's very nostalgia and, and it's always been my, my love for such such work. Then three years in Hamamura, it's nothing but um, steel metal, heavy duty polyester fabric. So when I have a chance to, because my husband was saying you work so hard on such long hours for someone else, why don't you do something new? So he, he is still my boss. He owns the company. He does yes. all the, the profit and loss thing. And all I need to do is to focus on the uh, creative. Yeah. So that's how it all started. Is um, I went to Indonesia and um, saw all the beautiful timber logs and aged wood. And there's such charm in the age patina of me. So how, mm. how it all started was, um, my husband thought I was crazy. I recycled old houses floorboards with all its flaws and scratches and polish it. And yeah, it was against his wishes, but I say, hey ho, you let me try, then, then let me try what I like to do. And he thought mm. it was crazy. This whole of buy such old things, like they can't get money to buy all these old things. Yeah, the recycled word back in the 90s was not popular at all. Mm. It is, but it's catching up now, and I'm glad that the world traveled young professionals in Singapore mm. now, they appreciate yeah. the yeah. look of the look and feel of old wood. Mm. Yeah. Right, so um, we coming back to um, the the idea of, of home styling. Right, so like in recent years, have you seen uh, increased demand uh, of clientele approaching your firm, uh, asking about uh, quotations on on home styling needs and stuff like that when when they want to share their place? Yes, I have seen a lot of 
Now, the, the developers have always worked with us. They give us um, usually a few times to furnish. Okay. As exclusivity to market it fully furnish. Okay. Then, for so the individual owners, don't get individual owners. It's usually through realtors who couldn't market the unit for an extended period of time. That's mm. to us. Uh, okay. Some units that has terrible facing, mm -hmm. uh, like over two years now, couldn't sell. So those right. are the, the units that we've been approached to. Okay. And good results. I see. So, so your your clientele who comes from developers as well as realtors as well, pushing you yeah. to mm -hmm. so, so you know, like last time when we started real estate fourteen years back, right? The mm -hmm. um a lot of the seniors they all like say that empty uh, houses are the easiest to set up, right? <laughs> and that was like in the twenty the early two thousands. And people just want to sell empty homes. It's, 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 it's easy to. Well, to I do agree to a certain extent. Um, mm. From like from my own my husband's point of view, when he buys an investment, he doesn't mm. need to to see right that it's been finished. Right. So home staging are usually for people who who wants to. It's actually the wives. <laughs> okay. Uh, wives who, who needs to see that that's how it is done. Uh, husband, they have very little concern about details. I think it's a man. <laughs> you agree? <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> the the emotion came on on one of the big wall, and my husband remembers when he came back from his travel, from his business travel. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it also it also uh speaks together with how the market moves because, um, in the past before twenty fourteen there was like very little cooling measures, so you know a lot of people were on the market buying properties for rental for investment and stuff, and so so we look purely by numbers, we look at rental yield and stuff, we look at the potential, and um at that at that era because I think there were also lesser launches, there were also lesser supply in the resale market, so in terms of demand, it is sort of like um slightly higher than supply so it's it's easy to get even rental demand as well like from, from tenants and when you want to exit it's, it's also faster so i think i think it moves in line with the, the demand and supply chain and of course in recent years we noticed that most buyers are buying for own stay and so when it comes to buying for own stay the emotional side will, will kick in uh because we when we buy properties for, for stay we want to visualize ourselves living in it so I think that the feeling part um, really will kick in. How, how about Beatrice? What do you think? What do you think about, let's say if you were to buy a property for yourself and then you, you walk into an empty space, do you feel very daunting? Like, you know, what is your feel? Yeah, I think because with empty spaces, I think the problem with empty spaces is the lack of visualization. Uh, mm. you, you, can't, you can't visualize the possibilities. Like Felicia mentioned, like, you know, you, like, uh, wives like the, like, like, being able to see what they can do with the space, where they can put stuff, like how they can, you know, put the sofa in the living room or, you know, how they can, you know, just, yeah, la, it's just having an empty space, I think, um, closes off people's minds. 
in what they can imagine the space to be and how they can imagine themselves living in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what Felicia said, yeah. Yeah, I think there's this dilemma, right? You know, sometimes when when you are the home seller, you would think like, you know, my, my property is not really renovated. Let's say it's not a re- renovated place. And then you would think that, anyway, the buyer, when they buy, they will renovate themselves, what, right? So why should I spend that money to spruce up the place with carpet, with the right furniture size and, and things like that, or linens? Um, in any case, after they buy, they're they going to renovate. But... Um, I think that the main draw is that uh, by doing it up, by doing it up with home styling, you actually open up your buyer audience because you attract um, the buyer audience that wants to renovate and those that don't really want to renovate that much. So you, you essentially double up the pool, and, and that's how that's how we see it. How about how about Felicia? What what do you think? Like what do you think um, are the key advantages to to styling the place? But mainly in our business, over mm. the last two and a half decades, um, home staging predominantly are required by steps for ones that can be used. So mm. when we stage up the empty unit, first of all, it doesn't look like the service apartment units. It has been mm. property, and we don't furnish two things the same. We usually do it quite differently whenever it's with a, a neutral color tone, color color or uh, overall it's still very neutral. Generally quite acceptable with that material things. But for the um, expats who enjoy the convenience of just moving with a suitcase uh, in a few days time. And even everything is, is done, we, we Generally, do to one is the free set that is on display and a change set for them to, to use on it. I think the, the attention to details, once they are able to see a stitch up unit, they are able to tell us whether they need more surface area, oh. without which it's quite hard when you let someone just move in and it, start to scramble to find furniture. It's a very daunting effort mm. because the main business is to start work, not to do up a home. And That's so, their priority. Yeah, yeah, so to uproot their whole family here, it, it will be very difficult for their wife, especially with children, to try to furnish it with one. So I would say home staging for the majority of our clients is, is the factor of convenience. And because of our huge inventory, whatever we put in there, we usually put neutral, uh, like the cream color couch, but the kids, they can request for like a navy blue. And then all we need to do is within a week to change the slip cover. So we carry a 10,000 square feet of and we also own our own little factory in the central town. So, whatever we draw. So, Felicia, for like, say, for homeowners who, uh, who are a bit apprehensive about home staging, and they wanna spruce up their place, they want it to look, uh, you know, they wanna, they want it to look to look nicer, to look more inviting, but they don't wanna do like a whole, uh, overhaul, like you know, what would be your like advice? to these kind of homeowners, like, 
are there certain like key elements you think that can really uh that they can focus on to kind of like change that can really change the room or like make an impact is it possible to do styling just from my point of view yeah um, if the homeowner is apprehensive like they're not convinced, yes yeah uh, the best thing to do is to show them a stage of their request forget right. about trying to convince them to do a half a bit right you wouldn't suggest that because right. when you just do a little um, it doesn't reveal the wow effect it's better okay. not to because right. you get blamed this or that way because the so effects are there I see. So if 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 you want to do it, uh, go all the way lah. Like commit hundred percent to it and not uh do a. Understand. That will be my suggestion. Hmm. Okay. So do you do you work purely with like um a whole new set of furnitures or um when it comes to I mean let's talk about selling. So when 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 we're we're looking at home styling for homeowners to sell. Uh, what about the usage of their existing furniture? So, uh, what is your concept? Do you believe in, in extracting? Um, of course, if I can recycle most of the, the bigger pieces, I would try mm. to. But um, I, I think first thing first, if we want to create an impactful interior to sell the unit, then if the existing inventory doesn't work, then don't force it. Don't try to make something work when you know it's not. I mean, our professionalism comes in. They hire mm. us to one hour at once. So we have shortchanged our time if we do not give them the beauty tools if the furniture looks quite mm. Even though it's Right. Yeah, so um, do, is, it, is it right to say that 100% of the time, usually you will extract all furnitures out or? What is the percentage of recycling back some of the usable furniture? Uh, well, um, recently I've done a recycling unit for Instagram. Her couches are nice, except that uh, she has basic money. So by adding wallpaper and changing her balcony landscape, it, it changes quite a bit. So we clean the wall, we add to we add colors. Mm. Her whole interior is basically white marble floor, grey couch, white wall, uh, and a previous only light fiber. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we kept her, her TV, we kept her furniture, we basically just changed her walls. So, yeah. um, it all depends. I must see first. Okay. Yeah. And talking about colors, I saw that uh, Beatrice has some questions about colors. A lot about colors. So generally, like Felicia, what what do you what would you suggest for like what is like the most popular kind of like palette that you that your customers want or like what do you usually suggest uh, to make a space more inviting again it's very individual i need to do a 
for a preliminary discussion with the clients. But you mentioned, uh, you mentioned that developers usually like to keep things very neutral uh, and clean. Like, is there a reason for that? Uh, because they want to appeal to, to a wider audience. Right. Mm. So for the wallpaper and wall um, watching thing covers, for developers, they like to keep it to the neutral terms of off-white champagne. Oh. Of what pain, all right. So for so, home, uh, home sellers who want to stage up their home, uh, to for for selling purposes, you would suggest also to keep it neutral, to keep uh, neutral can be monochromatic. It doesn't need to have colors, but it still can have colors. But right. for those who are who like colors that are unsure. Then you kind of need to hold your hand to, to push them and match them along to, to use mm. colors teal with gray, blue mm. with brown. So you don't need to go all psychedelic colors. Um, the louder colors like fuchsia pink, orange, turquoise can come in the form of accent colors and reds. It doesn't need to be. Or it can come from artwork. I realized um, a lot of local homeowners, they have very shallow knowledge of, of print artwork. They concentrate colors a lot on just the couch. Rats. But in Singapore, it's too hard to use rats. So colors can, can come from um, painted walls. I have also suggested to another time to clean your walls with uh, stripes using masking tape and a good set bottle. Wow. It's mm. cool. And they did it themselves. Because oh, the DI. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. Right. Thanks. Yeah, I think probably uh, we can have a little bit of Q&A as well. So um, are there any questions uh, that you guys would like to ask? And if um, this is your first time joining us, this is uh, our So Far So Good live at home series with Popcorn Brothers. So I'm with Beatrice Lin, uh, our co-host, and uh, of course our special guest, Patricia Cole, who's been an um, interior designer and, and home styling uh, expert in, in her firm at Gallery 278. So uh, just uh, pop by any questions, write at the comment section down below for Facebook. If you're on Facebook and, and YouTube, if you're on Instagram and you're watching this live, you can head on to our YouTube channel to see some of the questions as well. We'll answer a couple of questions uh, before we let Felicia go. So, uh, Sephers, do you have any questions coming in? Yeah, so uh, Beatrice, meantime, um, what do you think, like, um, how do you think social media has has changed um, the perspective, the, the perception of and the expectation whenever um, we look at houses today? Like, if, let's say you are wearing the lenses of a buyer, you want to replace. Um, do you think social media, what we're seeing on on our platforms every day, has has somehow plucked so far your 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 perspective and expectation? For sure, because I mean, now with social media, we have so many different avenues. It's no longer 
like when you look at houses, it's no longer uh, like a one D thing where it's just photos. I think mm. you like now we have all these technology where we can have three D tours and we do like videos, uh, like our video home tours. So I think like um, yeah, I think buyers get uh, are more spoiled now because they wanna actually see um, <laughs> what the house is like, uh, even without seeing it. Yeah, together. Right. To, to really qualify themselves if they're, if they're really interested in the in the unit yeah yeah I was just reading up yeah. the other day well there's, there's this thing called the HGTV effect so uh, it's like you know HGTV has been has been very popular for many years and because of all the home shows um, the before and after kind of shows whereby you see the whole renovation process and things like that um, it somehow shapes our perspective and, and increases the amount of possibility in our mind that you know this is these are some of the really great stuff you can do when you buy a property. So I, I think it somehow uh, increases the, the level of uh, our expectation whenever we walk into a property and you know when it comes to buying our expectation increases. And so when, when we go to properties that are super cluttered and like super not tidy up, uh, it just instantly uh, have this this bad impression built in and uh sometimes I, I think having that that very first door of entry to allow the buyer to stay longer is, is really important and uh I, I think yeah i think that's that's so important when, when it comes to selling homes right. okay so i think we have a question um what question is that uh Steph? So somebody is asking us uh, whether we outsource external home staging or is there an internal team that handles that? How much on average does it cost to stage your home for a listing? All right, good question. Uh, okay, we, we, we work with our partners uh, whenever it comes to home staging because um, these are companies that specializes a lot uh, having their own inventory. And a lot of our partners, if you would go to their, um, their, their office, is like, the more inventory is like wow <laughs> it's like there are so many different sets of furniture that's ready and i think the involvement in singapore for home staging businesses is that most of them has evolved from leasing uh leasing companies and the, the leasing culture for expatriates coming to singapore they lease furniture for 12 to 24 months and then in the in the, in the past couple of years when, when home staging starts to take more popularity I think a lot of leasing, financial leasing companies, they start to branch out with an arm for home staging. So uh, we do work with uh, a lot of our partners uh, on home staging, but um, what we do here is that we are we like to be very, very involved. Uh, we usually want to uh, be there, we want to see like what kind of um, colors, what kind of furniture place uh, is suitable for that particular property, or even the size of like the couch and the dining table and stuff like that. Uh, internal team, uh, yes, some of the projects we, we do them internally and uh, the main reason is because uh, we, we do not, uh, if there are particular properties that we think that um, the existing furnitures are great, so what we want to do is that we, we do them internally and then we spruce up the place rather than having the entire process of extracting and then coming in with, with brand new stuff. How much on average really depends on the size of the property because it also depends on the number of bedrooms, the size of the living room. So it ranges uh, to, a, to a big extent. 
right? And uh, I think for, probably for pricing, Felicia would be the best to answer. So Felicia, how do you have like a standard price list, or is it like a bespoke basis? Um, for some of the units we've done recently, it ranges from uh, two bedroom with a balcony at W. Uh, it costs about three thousand five to stay charged the first month, and then when it is not taken, then the second month the rental is half, mm. and it continues to the third month. We generally um, focus at for smaller units about three months, mm. and for larger units about six months. But those are for higher value location. So okay. the W, even though it's a two-bedroom, is valued at about nearly two point five million dollars. So for the owner, the, the investment company seems valuable. Mm. Uh, for that unit, we have done quite unconventionally. We have used the living dining room as the living room, so it was big, and we used the balcony as the dining room because for a two-bedroom. Hotel, they rarely cook, but they stay home and they use their living room. So it kind of opened up. Um, so thankfully, it didn't last for more than a month or two. Leaving the person. So the owner doesn't need to come up with a second one. I see. So you you mentioned for that particular property, the first month is about three five, second month is about half. Okay, right, and then it goes on from there. All right, Vicky, do you have any other questions for Felicia before we let her go? Felicia, so do you offer an option where you just do like uh, accessory styling, like accessory staging, uh, without the furniture, uh, just to spruce up the place, or? You do usually you just offer the all-in package for our in-house uh, home stylist. Uh, yeah, not myself, but uh, home stylist. They charge per hour quite differently. So for just um, decoration work. Uh, yeah. In fact, we know a few experts who freelance here and they are able to do home styling for $100 per hour. Okay. So they will just come and engage your home and then give you a budget as to how much accessories. It ranges from about 1500 to 1800 for right. accessories. So they will just go and procure. And you are the person. I see. So okay. it's affordable if all you need is to decorate because it looks quite cool and you have no need for each So there, there are there are a few of them that are such So that's an option as well, la. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Yeah. All right. Thank you so yeah. much. Felicia for thank you. Thank you. Yeah, questions regarding your home styling. Really appreciate your time. And uh yeah, I hope that uh you stay safe during this period. And um yeah, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Do you have any any um final um uh, maybe just just give our audience some information about where 
um, Gallery 278 is located and it's going to drop uh, off. We are at a shop house. We own the shop house. It's mm. a four-story um, old shop house on Rio Valley Road, just um, diagonally from Mohamed Sultan Road. Okay. Right. Diagonally from Mohamed Sultan. Okay, great. So yeah. we'll, we'll drop the, the link right in our description box below. So if you want to understand a little bit more about some of the services that Gallery 278 provides, uh, when it comes to uh, leasing of furniture or it comes to home styling, when you want to sell your place, you can click on the link below, get in touch with uh, Gallery 278, uh, get in touch with Felicia as well. So thank you, Felicia, once again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your Thanks, Felicia. Bye. All right, bye. All right, Beatrice. Yeah, so yeah. What, did, what do you think of the, the chat with Felicia? I think it was it was interesting where she said like when in the eighties or when she first started like home staging was unheard of, mm. and and it was kind of like a process where people started to accept home staging as and see the necessity and the need for it Because I think a lot of people's mindset is they'll think oh do I really need it, uh is it really necessary, mm. uh does yeah. it really make a difference, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so I mean even for ourselves when. Um, we started in real estate that there was is like totally unheard of the only place in the year i think between 2006 all the way to like 20 probably about 2017 or 2016 uh you usually only see developers doing up um their show flats with renovation plus home staging and yeah for properties in the resale market it is like totally unheard of so it, it was i think it was only since two years back that uh, this idea uh, penetrated the the resale market. So, mm. like personally, for for I mean, for our PRB properties, right? When you see the before and after, what what do you feel? Yeah, actually, it you you wouldn't believe it, but it really makes a huge difference. Like sometimes when we show uh, clients, like when we tell them how we sold a particular unit, and then we show them the before photo, like this is what it looked like. It had red walls, and it had very dark furniture. And then how we, from there, we painted the entire place uh, white. We even painted the cabinets white. And mm. there's a really a stark difference. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. And I think that stark difference is really because uh, it's also the psychology. It's the psychology mm. that, let's say I'm a homeowner, if I have decided that, you know, I want to go for it, I want to, I want to start out my place. Um, yeah. Home, the home styling not just includes the furniture placement, not just includes the furniture choice. Uh, yeah. It also includes the process before that, which is like decluttering, yeah. uh, also like touching up of paint work, uh, making sure that we restore uh, as much as we can the, the potential of the place. Just like uh, how when we first step into that property as, as the buyer yeah. last time and... and, yeah. and we think back what were some of the reasons that made you fell in love with that property. So, so coming yeah. back to that um, first impression thinking, right? Like, yeah. Uh, how important do you think really that is? I mean, although Felicia shared a couple of great tips with us, but how about yourself? Like, like. Um, I think yeah, like impression. I think impression really really counts. Uh, even as a as a buyer for a viewing experience. Uh, like when uh, I've conducted viewings where the buyers come in and they go like, 
wow, is this furniture, are the owners still living here? Uh, you know, the like it, it feels like a home. They feel like, oh, you mean the owners are still living here? And then we tell them, oh, no, actually, the owners have already moved out. They've already uh, vacated. And then they go like, oh, but the house is so nice. You know, uh, uh, this furniture, is it theirs? Like, uh, does the furniture come with the house? Can we buy it? Um, so they they are impressed. They are impressed, and then then we tell them, oh, actually, no, this furniture is actually staged. Um, uh, we we put it in to give you a, a better idea and visualization of the space, and then they're yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice. It feels like a show flat. So mm. it's that impression, lah. When buyers come to view a house, and uh, that I think makes for a better impression, lah, overall. Yeah, mm. and. Um, you know, I I think sometimes it's really like because because some sometimes clients do ask us like, end of the day, is it worth it? Is it worth it to spend the amount of money? I mean, let's say like per month, is an additional yeah. like um two thousand or, or like three thousand dollars for for staging a place. And then when it comes to three months, um, yeah. is it all worth it? And is it like a, a guarantee as well that definitely uh, the place can be sold? So I think these are these are very real questions, uh, and I think end of the day is really that um, when when you increase the chances of packaging the place, um, and it's not just packaging because when when you do it up in the sense that the the full value can and the full potential can be shown, um, you naturally attract more eyeballs, and when there's more eyeballs, more people come to view the place. And when more people come to view the place, the chances of uh, them staying and, and viewing and enjoying the property increases as well because it's, it's like yeah. so well done. And naturally, you, you're going to have like uh, chances for more offers and, and the speed of selling also increase. Yeah, so yeah. Um, talking about like packaging, um, Beatrice, is it okay to tell people that about your um, the other business that you run? All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that. Because is a is a, is a, is an entrepreneur. She she actually runs uh, a cupcake business as well. She makes really good cupcakes. So like, and her packaging for her cupcakes are really great. So talk a little bit about packaging of cupcakes versus packaging of of the property when it comes to selling. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, the same principles apply. You know, like when when you have a product and you know you want people to not just enjoy the product uh like say if you you know like uh like people like cupcakes but i think how they receive it also plays a part uh when they receive um yeah so when they receive a a nice box or like uh in in my case we have pink boxes um Mm. it, it has become sort of like a signature and people see pink you know, they, they know like, oh, okay, like, you know, cupcakes from them or, and right. uh, yeah. So I think it, it, it definitely, packaging really plays a part. Mm. That's how you do free promotion, right? For your cupcakes. properties, <laughs> <laughs> Right. And yes, it's, it's exactly the same. And I think when it comes mm. to some properties, it's really like restoring uh, and ensuring that through this restoration process where we do home staging, um, we don't, we don't, um, uh, put to chance, like, you know, when I'm a buyer, I walk in and then I see, like, hey, why is it like there are a lot of toys on the floor, a lot of clutter yeah. here? And it sort of uh, increases the chance that I cannot see the full potential. I cannot enjoy the yeah. space. But sometimes just like an oversized couch 
will then make the living room feel very small or maybe like an oversized dining table. Yeah, so uh, I, I personally think that packaging, marketing is, is, is just so important as well. So uh, Beatrice, like um, the fact that uh, we, we see our five senses, see, feel, touch, hear, smell, um, how important to you do you think like these this five senses are when it comes to uh, a buyer's point of view? I mean, based on what you have seen since you have joined us, like, what do you think? Like, based on how buyers usually view a property, like, what what, what kind of five senses are invoked during this period? Um, I think I think all that all it's I think mm. it's sensory overload, right? Like when they first step into the place, the first thing they see, uh, um, and then like Felicia mentioned just now, it translates into feeling good about a space. So when you like what you see, uh, then you, 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 you feel like, you know, you want to be in that space. La. Yeah. And it feels inviting. Um, it was, a, there was one funny story. I think, uh, we had a unit that was, that was staged for quite some mm. time. Mm. And then the staging furniture was removed. So when yeah. we conducted the viewing, it was an empty house. Yeah. Uh, so when the buyers came in and then they were like, oh, is this a haunted, uh, this space is haunted, is it? Or mm. like you know, and then and then we had to explain to them. Well, no, no, no. It's you know, it's um actually. Then I showed them photos of. Oh, this is actually what it looked like just maybe a few days ago. We actually just had the staging furniture removed, and yeah, uh-huh. their, their remark was, "Wow, it, it feels so different. Like you know, it it, it it looks so different. It feels so different." So yeah. yeah, I think that's testament to the power of of right staging, la. Yeah. Yeah, and the report I read from uh Canada where they said that. Um, they they did like a cross survey and people that walk into an empty place versus people that walk into a place with with furnitures, uh, the feeling is really daunting and it's like you're putting the buyers uh, in a position that they have to invoke their energy to go and visualize themselves. Mm. And uh, I think the HGTV effect plus social media effect along the years also made us... Um, increase our expectation in the sense that let's say if I'm a buyer, I go on a weekend, mm. I look at eight, 10 properties mm. and out of the eight to 10 properties, there's like these two properties that really impresses me with the way that they do up. And the rest of the six properties are like totally empty. It's going to allow me to waste more of my brain energy to try and visualize, Hey, where should I put this? Where should I put that? And stuff like that. So I think um, it also sends an, an um, impression that, if I were to buy this property, there's still going to be a lot of work that I need to do. So I, yeah. I don't have a sense that I'm buying a ready product and like buying something that's 50% and stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, what do you think about colors? Just like you asked about colors, right? And mm-hmm. what do you think is the best color for bed sheets when it comes to staging <laughs> up the room? So- the yeah, usually um, we usually advise our, our owners um, to keep things as neutral and simple as possible, like what Felicia mentioned, um, to keep it palatable for a wider audience, like she said. So, in, you know, it's, I mean, taste is very subjective. Um, usually when we, we, we appreciate all our owners' unique tastes, Mm-hmm. Um, but we are also, like you said, like, we are huge advocates of decluttering and making sure that the place is, is viewed in, in the best possible light. Like. 
And sometimes yeah. it means keeping things uh, as neutral uh, as possible. So like white bed sheets, uh, usually we will put on uh, to take photos. We'll put on like white, yeah, white bed sheets to have that hotel feel, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mm. In this era, we went for too much staycation. That every time when we go to a hotel, remember that the beaches are white. So if mm. you see a property with white beaches, it naturally invokes a relaxing kind of. And have you heard of the the Gavin's white bedsheet story? No. What happened? <laughs> so we were so we were we were preparing for our shoot, right? And then Gavin was there preparing the home and stuff. And then uh, before I went. I asked Gavin to send me all the photographs and stuff like that to have a quick look. And then when I saw the color of the page, I said, bro, you really have to go to... <laughs> so then he was like, okay, okay, boss, I'll go buy now. So he immediately went to buy two sets of bed sheets on the spot. Then he was like rushing back, sweating and stuff like that. That was the, the, the white <laughs> story. And um, what do you think about family photographs? Um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. Like we've done a few home tours uh yeah. that we that there's a lot of um you know family photographs on the wall wedding photos wedding montage on the wall like kids photographs and um some owners don't mind like some owners mm. they feel like oh uh okay like, i don't mind like, i don't mind showing um but but usually we, we advise i mean if they don't want to remove them we will usually black like we will usually kind of uh black it out not not really black it out but kind of like blur it out uh to protect their their privacy yeah, yeah. um but well, actually uh, what do you think like should the family photographs be that because there, there are two school of thoughts some um people mm. say that having family photographs uh you increase the the sense that um the warmth of the home because yeah. the buyer do that, you know, all our family stays here. Um, you know, it looks very heartwarming. It feels very mm. heartwarming. And but the other school of thought is that uh, we should make the property as neutral and as uh, as much as you can to reduce the emotional attachment of the previous owner, right? So, 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 so the other school of thought is that any family photographs please remove and then replace with very neutral artwork and stuff like that. So, what what do you think? What what's your personal view? I mean. I think this two school of thoughts has, has no right or wrong, just like a matter of preference. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I think yeah, like you said, is a is a matter of preference law. Um with with family photos, yeah, like can it can it can kind of instill that kind of very uh like this place is a home, you know, it's not just a house. This was somebody uh somebody's home and it can create that kind of like, oh, you know. Uh, it's a very heartwarming place like you said but usually yeah like we will advise to kind of neutralize it as much as possible mm, mm. even even for viewings and stuff yeah right okay yeah. do you have any any final final tips for our audience when it comes to home staging Patrice you got anything <laughs> although 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 the the expert has left yeah, <laughs> I think personally, I think I'm I'm uh, I'm a believer lah. I think yeah. after seeing uh, also many before and afters and the impact yeah. it's had and the speed at which uh, we have sold some properties, um, uh, once we've once we've put in staging or once we've spruced up the place and done decluttering, uh, I think I am definitely I'm definitely a believer lah. 
mm, if you're gonna do it go all in man like do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah like that uh the moment if you want to put out your property for sale the the property mm. instantly becomes your product and it's very important to to make sure that your product uh don't stay on the shelf too long and it really yeah. gives that impression to attract uh the right buyer to appreciate the product itself so uh, do head on to our YouTube channel. We have this this playlist whereby we showcase all the properties that has been stitched up. Um, we also have a special playlist called the How We Sold series whereby we share the before and after. You get to see some of the old photographs and the new photographs. And actually, um, sometimes people say that, hey, is it because uh, the property naturally cannot sell? And after y'all have done like home staging, um, um, the 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 impression changes that's where the property can sell. but actually sometimes um it is a combination of effects sometimes um it's not that the property cannot sell it's just that because it was not done up um visually online uh, when the advertising was done is not pleasing to the eye that's why it doesn't attract enough eyeballs so by doing home staging actually invokes a combination of factors that it is then easier to do advertising, it's easier to do marketing. Uh, a lot of possibilities increase instantly. So uh, do head on to our YouTube channel if you want to understand a little bit more about home staging. And uh, we hope that you enjoy this session with uh, us, my co-host Beatrice Lim, our listing specialist with PLB team, and also our special guest, Felicia Cole. So my name is Melvin Lim from the PLB team. Thank you for tuning in live with us. We will be back um, next Saturday at 12 p.m as well with a very special guest and uh, on the 30th of may we are interviewing the co-founder of uh canvas um the platform where a lot of um interior design tips um uh, are on the platform with lots of great articles so if you have not seen canvas do head on to their website and we'll be interviewing the co-founder daniel and um all right so we hope that everybody have a good weekend ahead and uh, stay safe guys all right take care bye bye Bye.